Hi there, kids. <laughs> what you're about to listen to is an improvised comedy podcast, so none of this is medical advice. If you want medical advice and medical care, contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. Witness the medicine man with a fitness regimen plan. Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to Jock Doc, where we discuss fitness and health and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, DrLondonSmith.com. Uh, I would like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback claiming that um, maybe we're using too many technical terms, uh, such as genetic and fuzzy. So we will try to keep uh, things just more simple in the future. Here to assist with that is our producer, Cameron. Hello. All right. Uh, yeah. So Cameron feels the pulse of the world. He That's kind of, right. Yeah. He, he listens to folks like you, and he passes that word along to me uh, so that I can kind of know what, uh, what you want to hear and how you want to hear it. All right? So, um, so don't be surprised if he speaks up to offer sort of a slight shepherding hands uh, to assure that we stay on track. Also with us is DJ Dillon in the house. <laughs> Plus, Cameron has informed me that we have a guest arriving later in the show by the name of Barbara Denny. That's act- right. Yeah, she's, uh, she's apparently an activist. Um, so brace yourself for the enlightenment that that is likely to bring. Before we move on, I would like to address a bit of feedback that we received. Quote, Place an order today for eight waffles, four chocolate, and four pecan waffles. When I arrived at the chocolate shop, waffles have no chocolate chip. They have to go back and put them on there. When I got home and I looked at them, I was extremely disappointed. I was expecting some nice fluffy waffles, not these raggedy tortilla-looking waffles. I'm being charged extra to have pecan waffles, but these waffles barely have any pecans in them. End quote. First of all, I would like to thank you for contacting us at JockDoc. Uh, it is, of course, always a pleasure to hear from our listeners. In answer to that question, I, uh, I'm so sorry for what happened with your waffles. Um, and, uh... The Jock Talk podcast is not typically known for selling waffles. But Dr. Uh, London, they reached out to you for a reason. And and here I'm kind of wondering what that reason was. The waffles do sound delicious, except for the problems that they were having. Maybe they just wanted a medical expert's opinion on their waffle situation. Right. Um, Well, so waffles... Maybe can can you talk a little bit about... The I medical mean, side, yeah, kind of the medical science of why their waffle order was so messed up. Okay, well, I'm I'm not sure I can speak specifically to why it was messed up. Of but, course, but um, I can say that sometimes it is nice to just have a little treat, like a, like a waffle, um, as long as we keep our diets otherwise balanced. Oh, so you're saying that having eight or four chocolate chip waffles and four pecan waffles, that's kind of a balanced diet right there because you get half of each not well not on its own no you'd have to this is really over the course of several days 
So it's it's a dessert thing to have once in a while as a special treat, but you'd really want to keep a balanced diet otherwise. This is really interesting because for for about 13 years of my life, I lived on a waffle-only diet. And I heard many things from the medical community tell, begging me to stop. And they reached out to you And now I realize I was just eating the chocolate chip waffles. If I had balanced it, like you were saying, with a balanced diet with pecan waffles, maybe with strawberry waffles. It, I don't think that... I, I could have... Man, why? What made you really decide? Freeing. What made you try for for a thirteen year diet of the same food every day? Well, it's not like I decided on day one I'm going to do this for exactly thirteen years. Okay. I woke well, up one day, I ate a waffle, went went to bed. Woke up the next day, ate another waffle, chocolate chip waffle. Went to bed again. Woke waffle. up the next day, hung out with some friends. Uh, went over to my mom's house, had a waffle. You remember that from went to 13 sleep. years? Next day, I well, I, I went and saw a movie. Uh, at the movie, I brought my uh, own well, waffle. Okay, we can go ahead and move on then. Uh, okay. Um, as, as interesting as it is, we'll, we'll go ahead and move on from there. Um, but thank you once again for, for reaching out. Now, for a tale from the hospital. We Ooh. A, yeah, we have a patient who... Lay uh, it on me. Yeah, well, that's that's what I'm doing. Yeah, we, this uh, is the part you laid on me. So go ahead. Okay. So we have a patient who keeps saying that his wife has done nothing to cause his current condition. He escalated this complaint to hospital administration. His wife is doing the same. But here's the deal. We never said that his wife has done anything to him. Uh, we actually didn't even know he was married, but she's recently been at the hospital some, apparently. Uh, so administration is also confused. He is also mad that we won't tell his wife what is wrong with him. And we told him he hasn't filled out the proper forms to allow us to, that allows us to do so. Uh, then he refuses to fill out those forms. So his wife has also told us that the meth in his system is because their neighbors cook it. Mm. He has no meth in his system. To summarize, this patient is complaining to hospital administration with the claim that his wife has done nothing to cause his current condition, and his wife claims that the meth in his system is because their neighbors cook it, even though there is no meth in his system. Case closed. Uh, right? It, it just seems very odd. Well, I mean, can you talk about the medical science of why meth was not in his system? My suspicion would be that he did not smoke meth or uh, like that, that there was no meth to be mm. no meth issue and the neighbors cooking Which it. Which is, it makes sense. If, if the only way you're able to know if someone has a balanced diet, like you were saying before, is by checking the meth levels in their system. That, and that's not, so you want things like cholesterol and things like that are also critically important to. Cholesterol high, meth levels higher. You want to have zero meth in your system, generally speaking. Not even generally. Very. You don't want to have meth in your system. Zero. You can't balance things with zero. Imagine a scale, and on one side is good old cholesterol, and on another side is air. That's not a balanced diet, Dr. London. That I, I sort of see your logic, but I... Uh, okay, let, let's go ahead and move on from there. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Um, so now it's time for today's topic, the peripheral nervous system. The peripheral nervous system works with your central nervous system, uh, and that, that one consists of your brain and spinal cord. 
but uh, in a way, your peripheral nerves are like mail carriers, sending messages between your brain and your body. Ooh, not my mail carrier. Uh, he stopped bringing me stuff. Was there, was there a reason for that? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, like I, I wanted to, I wanted, to, I wanted to go on a ride along, you know, like people do with the police, and he right. was not really willing to do that because to me, you know, those mail, those mail trucks, you know, they got the steering steering wheel on the opposite side. As opposed to that's nuts, that blows right. my mind. Wow. So Can you, you imagine? Just imagine waking up as a mailman and getting into the car on the opposite side. That's my dream. You know, in other countries. And so I tried to push him out of his mail truck when he wouldn't let me in. Now he won't bring me my mail. Okay. He just kind of throws it. He throws it into the trash. You tried to get in his car just when he was bringing you mail. Yeah. Well, I talked to him about this for weeks beforehand. When you say talk to him, do you mean... Because your approach is... I left him messages. Where? Uh, On his windshield. He's... Okay. It seems like one of those things where you would... If you wanted to learn about that job, you'd maybe go to the post office and talk to them. I wanted to ride this mail truck's... Mail guy's mail truck. From your house. Yes. So I left messages, messages, you know, that said, I'm going to find you. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get in your car. Well, that see, that sounds it. threatening to me. It's fun. I, I'm not, I think part of the reason why he may have uh, been disinclined to allowing you to join him is that those sound like threatening messages rather than sort of positive uh, uh, requests. Oh yeah, because in this day and age, everything has to be positive. No one wants to face reality. No one wants the real stuff. I'm offering realness. I'm saying, hey, you know what's real? The sky is blue. Grass is green. All right. Well, anyway. I'm going to get into your mail truck, and I'm going to drive it away, and I'm going to throw things out of that window because it's cool that you can drive on the opposite side. This okay. is what today is. Okay. Society. Right. Today. Okay, so back to I the, am going to get in your truck. So back to peripheral nerves. So they're like mail carriers sending messages between your brain and your body. Some of those nerves carry messages from your sensory organs, like your eyes, skin, nose, um, all of those. They carry messages to your brain. So whenever you saw that mail truck... Mm -hmm. uh, you know, some of those nerves uh, sent messages to your brain. um, And I never got them. Okay. Uh, So those are sensory nerves. Other peripheral nerves carry messages from your brain to your muscles and organs. And so those ones are called, uh, especially to your your muscles, those would be uh, motor nerves. I haven't gotten my issue of popular mechanics in 14 months. Is, Is this an issue you're having with the mailman as well? No, it's an issue of a magazine. Oh, all right. So you have sensory and motor nerves, one for feeling and one the other for action. So um, I guess, so the way that could tie in with the mailman situation is you, you used your senses to find out that he was coming and passing by and you used action to try to get into his mail truck. Absolutely. That is extremely accurate, Dr. London. All right, well... It's nice to, that the lesson Yeah, really I'm glad fits we're in. on the same page. All right. Okay. Well, let's move and on. And I am to- going to shove him out of his truck every single day until he lets me drive it. 
I, and I'm glad that I have your support. I okay. I don't support violence and. Uh, oh, who said anything about violence? I didn't. I didn't say anything about violence. I'm just carrying this big stick. Just carrying it around. I was wondering about that because you got spikes. Oh, in there. no reason I got it. Just got it. Helped me walk. It's a walker. With the with the stakes and mm-hmm. with the nails. Yep. Just helps you walk. Yep. Okay. It seems seems like I could cut your legs while you're walking. No, I'm careful. Okay. The pointy end is uh, faced in a specific direction towards the mailman. That's where it's always pointing. Okay. Well, uh, let's go ahead and move on from there, if you don't mind. I will destroy this mailman. <laughs> Thank you, DJ Dylan. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on. Um, let's see. Do we have any sponsors today? Uh, it says you. Okay. All right. So um, I get. So I'm I'm sponsoring our podcast today, which that makes sense because um, if we keep losing sponsors at the rate we've been losing them, then I because you do you, seem to read the ads in a certain way. Our our show's budget, you know the show's bank account that we have? Yeah. It's really running out of money because we're spending so much on the these ads. I'm just going to say it. We are spending so much on the ads. Yes. Okay, cuz it's the, just irresponsible at this point. Cuz the point of the ads is supposed to be that we don't lose money. We actually sh- yeah. we're supposed to be gaining money from ads. I I don't want to lose money either. But we are losing money. And you, you, say, you say it as if it's because we run ads. Yes. They're so expensive. Okay. The ads Every should time be making... I give one of our sponsors your debit card, they, still... they spend it on insane things. Okay. Why are you giving them the... Okay. Well, in any case... I um... guess today, since you're, you're the sponsor, I can finally give your debit card to you. Yes. Uh, and once I get it back, I will give it to you. From our previous sponsors, sponsor. Okay. They kind of pass it around amongst each other. I set up like a group chat, right? Like a group text message, so they can like be like, "Hey, I've got it." Court. I'm at uh, the Safeway. Come by. Okay. All right. Well, let's move on. Um, do we have any any guests? You said you said we had a guest today. Yeah. Yes, we do. Miss uh, Barbara. Hi. Yes. Yes. I'm sorry. Uh. What, what do you like to be called? I know your name's Barbara Denny. Do you prefer? Uh, pl- please call me Mrs. Daniel Denny, please. Mrs. Daniel Denny. Okay. Uh, all right. What? You're uh, you're an activist. You said. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, we are having a, a march for human rights. Uh, we are. Uh, I. Uh, me and my sister wives. We have been sister getting wives? this. I'm sorry. Yes. Oh, sorry. Go on. Go on. I don't mean to interrupt. Me and my 12 sister wives, we have been getting this march together because they are coming against us in our way of life, and we like the way that we live, and we want to finally come out and say that we're fine. Uh, we're okay. We, we're choosing this for ourselves, and we can leave at any time we want, and so that's why we're here. We I'm sorry. Can- are, you, are you tearing up a little bit? Seems like she's really happy to be here. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm. I'm so happy to be 
here representing my husband and uh, our family. Okay. Uh, Well, it is a pleasure to have you here, Miss Daniel Danny. Sorry, Mrs. Daniel Danny. Um, What, uh, so whenever you say you're, you're coming here in support of them, is it, have you faced discrimination? Yes, they wanted to. They want to tear our family apart, and I'm just here to say, no, uh, we're okay, we're safe, we're fine, we're happy with the way things are. Me and my twelve sister wives, and you know what? We we we're, we can leave at any time we want. We're not being held here. We can leave any time we want. That sounds like a. I mean, honestly, a fantastic situation. Yeah, it's really it, great. We get to stay here. Uh, we get to stay at our house. And we get to have a lot of ch- a lot of children. We wow. get to just keep we just keep uh, get to keep having children every uh, year. Wow! Each of you. There's nothing sweeter than the laugh of a child. Yes. Yeah. Every year, all thirteen of you have children. Have a we, child. We get to. Uh, that sounds like an odd sort of privilege. So motherhood is a privilege. Right, and we do we do love our mothers out there. Um, that seems a bit, I want to say, excessive that that many children. Because with thirteen, how long have you been having children every year for? Like, how long has this been going on? Uh, for sixteen years. So, okay, so sixteen years. But we have to have that many children so that we can get into heaven. We have to have at least a hundred and twelve. Okay. Well, so, that's. Anyways, I mean, it sounds like it's sort of up your alley, Doctor London, right? I mean, medical stuff, having children, yeah, I'm, access to heaven. This is all kind of falls under your purview. Yeah, and obstetrics certainly, you know, the pregnancy and everything does fall into medicine. But um, the the whole concept of, I'm sorry, with your faith, uh, with your particular what what religion is this? We're Mormons. Okay. And Mormons, they believe that you have to have, I'm sorry, it was 100 how many children? You have to have at least 112. 112 children in your family. And, uh, okay. And that has to happen just to get into heaven. Is there any other process to get into heaven in your, in your faith? Or is it based on the number of children only? That's all that I know. That's all I've been told so far. So I'm just going day by day with this. So this when, is the most sense religion has ever made to me. So when, uh, wh- what is this. your, what is your husband's name? If I may ask. Daniel, Daniel, Danny. Okay. And so, and you're Mrs. Daniel, Danny, right? That's what I must be called. Okay. Do you, um, which number are you? You say there are 12 other sister wives. Which one are you? I'm number eight. Number eight. Okay. Do and you... I love it. And I'm so glad that we're fine and that we're okay and that we can leave whenever we want. If I wanted to leave, I could wait till the fourth Saturday when he's in Shelly's room because that's the farthest from mine. And then under the cover of darkness, I know that he sleeps well between 12 and 4. I could go downstairs. I know the third stair from the bottom creek, so I could skip that one. And then if I could get into his his lounge, I could find the box that's underneath his desk. And I've tried the combination three times, and I think I know it this time. I think I can go. I can get 
my stale pieces of garlic bread and I can go. All I need to do is strap those babies onto my elbows and knees and I can crawl through the 30 feet of barbed wire. Once I get there, there's two miles to the major highway. If it's a I'm red sorry. Ford Focus, this sounds like a hide. <laughs> because that's his brother. And if his brother tells him that he sees me out, I don't want to think about it. Then I just need to run. I need to run for about three miles in the nearest gas station. I've already sent a well, pigeon like a to my mom. She knows that I'm coming. But we're you, you sent a pigeon? I, yeah, I trained a pigeon. So you'd bring, okay, I'm so, I don't mean to interrupt. So you'd, you'd send a pigeon so your mom would know and then your mom would come to pick you up? She would know to expect me. Are you, are you in contact with your mom? Does she know? Through the pigeon carrier. It sounds to me like this may not be uh, necessarily the best situation. Whenever you say that you can well, leave Well, she said time. she can leave at any time, Dr. London. She just said that. Yeah, any time. You think she's just too weak to leave? Anytime she wants? Well, I think the main issue might be... She Too doesn't... weak to leave, according to Dr. London. Yet another famous quote. So she doesn't know the... Com- you don't know the combination to get out? And I, so it's you being free to leave is based on you being able to sneak out while your husband is asleep and carefully not wake him, and I'm guessing the other 12 sister wives... Uh, and get out, use the combination in the lounge, and then <laughs> go through barbed wire, uh, watch out for the red truck, his with brother. With some old garlic bread. With some old garlic bread. And then get to a gas station, send a bridge pigeon out. That doesn't sound uh, free to leave to me. That sounds actually like you're having to strategize an escape plan. No, I can leave anytime I want. Any of us can leave anytime we want. We're happy. We're fine. We're okay. It's okay. Yeah, it sounds like she can leave at any time. She keeps saying it. Okay. How um How did you meet your husband? Mr. Daniel Danny. He's my dad's brother. Your your dad's brother? Yes. Okay. Your uncle? Yes. Okay. He was 86 when we got married. Okay, and this you said that was 16 years ago? Yes. Okay, so he's... I keep counting down the days, but he won't die. He right. can't die. He won't ever <laughs> die. Okay, is this... So you talk about this religion. I'm sorry, it was Mormonism, is that right? Yes. Right, so in this religion, uh, you have someone... Is it just... I'm sorry. Who is a member of this religion? Is it just those 12 sister wives, yourself, and... Yeah, I mean, I can name 14 people in this religion right here. I'm sorry. Did you join their religion? No. You got Daniel. Oh, sorry. This. Daniel. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, I mean, yeah, 15 now. Okay. Um, so I'm beyond, on board. Beyond that, are there any other members of the your religion? His His grandfather is the one who... Got the divine message. Okay. Could when you... he was in Mexico, uh, he, the, the, the legend goes that he drank some bad water. He was in the bathroom. He was having the worst diarrhea of his life. And he heard a voice from what we assume is the heavens. And 
the voice said, don't drink the water. Mm-hmm. And that's what we, uh, that's what our religion is based off of. Because uh, that's a very common saying whenever you travel because of how potentially dangerous the water, because the water can be filled with uh, certain bacteria, certain amoebas. Um, and if he was hearing voices, uh, not only could it be just a normal warning that was being said, but it could also be if he had very severe diarrhea, he's, his electrolytes could be imbalanced and that can cause uh, neurological disturbances like psychosis. I wish that were true. Well, Dr. London, you can't be telling people that their religion is because of some sort of mental instability. That's like, you got to be careful with this kind of stuff. Right. I'm sort of more trying to get to the understanding of that. So you're... Uh, wait, wait. Mrs. Danny, you guys have a roof over your head, correct? Yes. Uh, it sounds like you have a bed or at least blankets to sleep on. Yes. How do I become the 14th sister wife? I want in. I'm not sure if um, if that's really the best uh, thing to go for here because it sounds, for one thing, Cameron, it sounds like that's restrictive in terms of uh, what you're allowed to do or or move around. So it might inhibit your participation in this podcast, for instance. Uh, I mean, it sounds like it's easier to 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 leave to leave here than it is to leave this podcast. Could you tell me what what are the living conditions like? We're fine. We're happy. We like our house. Uh, if you want to participate in the march, we'll be meeting at the town square. Oh yes, the march. The reason why. You're uh you're on the podcast at all. We'll be in the town square on Saturday at noon, and if you do come, maybe you could bring some, uh, some wire cutters, so that I could cut the shackles that are on my feet. Oh, and maybe I could get in the back of your truck, and maybe you could put a blanket over me, and maybe you could drive me. To my mom's house in Wisconsin. I'll see you there. I will be there. Sounds like a great march for a good cause. Well, it, aspects of that sounded very good in terms of the rescuing someone, but it sounds like there's a very real issue going on there. They're trying to get away from the, the discrimination you're bringing right now, Dr. London. So, this is why these kind of marches have to exist. Or, well, Mrs. Daniel because of Danny, people like you. Could you tell me a little bit more about um, that aspect of the religion? Of It's based on don't drink the water. Could you go into that a little bit more? I have to go. I hear my husband. Oh. Oh. Oh, hey, Daniel. Oh, hey, Danny. We play bridge. Yeah, well, and you kept introducing me to him, too. Okay, so this is the same Danny that you said, he's a great guy, like, very insistently. Yeah, well, he told me to tell you that. Okay, so so that wasn't... Okay, well, so they're leaving. Okay, they're gone. See you, um, see you next weekend. I can't help but feel like we should call the cops on that. Um... Well, she her feet were shackled 
and that to me that that that's a real indicator that something's wrong don't you think maybe we should be thinking about calling like a baker or something so we have something to bring to the rally like a dessert or something that's not necessarily let's call a baker first and then we'll we'll meet back up and we'll figure out what we do next talk to a baker i'm gonna run by the store i need some new clothes get some new shoes do you bring baked goods to marches very often? Yeah. Oh, all the time. And that's people. People eat that. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, probably we should call the cops on this one. I'm going to call a baker. Thank you so much for listening to that episode. If you liked it at all to the point where you did not uh, necessarily feel nauseated, please text a friend or family member about the jock doc podcast right now. Uh, and you can do that with um, jockdogpodcast.com. You just text them that link. Uh, and, you know, if you if this podcast did make you feel nauseated, we will put you in contact with a great lawyer. Uh, no. Okay, no, we will. We don't want... Cameron, we don't well, want a, a lawyer. Situ- we don't want law to get Yeah, involved. I'll get you in contact with just a really excellent lawyer who can give you the justice you deserve. Okay, no, because we... Our podcast does not cause, I, I don't, I feel like this is weird to have to say. It doesn't cause nausea. Why did you just say it? I, I was saying like, well, because it shouldn't. And so it shouldn't cause it. And so for that reason, it's sort of a. Yeah, it <laughs> shouldn't. If it does, here's a lawyer. Okay. Well, all right. So we are on podcast apps, uh, at Spotify, YouTube, um, and in the hearts of our boys in uniform across the globe. Uh but anyway, so so please share, uh, please subscribe, review, and rate the Jock Doc podcast with a five star review. Uh, anything less, and we actually we won't accept it. So um, we are at Jock Doc Podcast on social media.